podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. Charles Lewis, show internet marketing specialist. Welcome back to another fun-filled edition of the SEO podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. This is podcast number 216. 216. Which follows podcast number 215. And the tip from podcast 215 was set up, connect, and maximize GWMT and BWMT when launching a new site and doing SEO. Yeah, anytime you you launching a new site, one of the first things you should be doing once that site is active is setting up your Google Webmaster Tools and your Bing Webmaster Tools. Why? Uh, well, not only because they're available, but because if you're going to effectively manage any SEO campaign, um, this is a must. Google Webmaster Tools is where you go if you want to um, know about any manual spam actions you may have had or any issues Google uh-huh. is having indexing your site or links that are coming to your site or which queries you're ranking for and, and your position. Um, Google Webmaster Tools will show you all that. And as well as Bing Webmaster Tools. They laid out a little differently. Uh, Google has a lot more information, uh, but Bing's okay too. So, so definitely set up both of those um, anytime you're launching a new site. Yep. Uh, please remember, we are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatchers. Yes. Where our mantra is: Don't be a douche. Yeah, it's not a douche. I'm t- don't be I'm a douche. douche. It's not a good look. If you can right now, tweet hashtag whatever you call it. And what are they supposed to tweet? Um, I'm doing hashtag SEO podcast. This is number two sixteen. Uh, be sure to tag us in it uh, at eWebStyle. That way we can link up and follow back and do all of our social stuff. If you want to do us a favor because you appreciate the improvement in the audio or you appreciate the content of our podcast or you just like to, you can do a couple of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of them has three steps. Go onto iTunes, create an account, write a review. Uh, We will really appreciate that. The other thing you can do is you can go to our G Plus local page. Mm -hmm. And the best and easiest, fastest, quickest, smoothest, nicest way to get to our G Plus local page is to go to e-webstyle.com slash G Plus or slash G Plus. Or slash Google. Plus. And one more slash Google. Plus. There we go. And there you will have the option, uh, assuming you have a G Plus local account, which, actually which a G Plus account. Which yeah, you do. Which you do. Uh, you may go, not know it, but you do. You do. You may have to click one, maybe two buttons to actually turn it on, quote yeah. unquote. Uh, and go ahead and do that. Write a review. And if you could, let us know. Send us an email, podcast at e-webstyle.com. Finally, you can go to Facebook, which is, which our page is facebook.com slash e-webstyle. And on our Facebook page, there are apparently two places to review. There's a review tab close to the top, and then right under some section off on the right bar area, not the bar, but under the right section of the main content, there's you can just click five stars or four stars mm-hmm. or five stars more specifically and write a review there. <laughs> um Please remember, we have a referral program. If you have an SEO client, send them our direction. As long as they're paying their our, their bill, you'll get paid. Uh, and you can get a free website analysis. Just to, In order to get your free website analysis, what you should do is go to our website, e-webstyle.com. And mm-hmm. pretty much any page you accidentally or intentionally get to, you, you will request an analysis. Yeah, you'll see a free website analysis form. Uh, did, did you say anything about Algo? No cataclysm today. No cataclysm today. All right, so we've got... Um, Man, we've got a really big punch in the face to one of our listeners. The, this is Kevin Scullion. He actually wrote a review on our G Plus local page, so okay. punch in the face. That sounded familiar. Um, let's see. So this is a little bit long, and I really appreciate it. It says, great podcast. 
I was thinking of sending you guys some shin pads. The number of kicks for your audio must leave you wandering around on your knees at the at uh, at the weekends. <laughs> great show, great content, but actually download each episode and reprocess the sound before I listen. Wow. So instead of the shin guards, I suddenly thought, why not send you a copy of the version I listen to, minus all the noise, with the sound compressed and normalized. I'm happy to drop episode 209. Uh, he's dropped it into my Dropbox, and I haven't actually seen it yet. Uh, even, uh, uh, although I only have the MP3 to work with, it's night and day in terms of the original, and the implication there is actually he can do much better with a WAV file. Mm-hmm. Send me a WAV file, and I could do more with it. In fact, I like the show so much, I'd be happy to process the auto for free each week and fire it back to you. Just let me know. I'll get you both off the floor and back on your feet, Kevin. Wow, thank you Punch, so much. Like, like combo, right hook, left hook. Straight jab, all that. Punch in the face, dude. Appreciate I, it. I reached right out to Kevin, and I said, hey, just give us the process because we don't want to burden you um, you know, with actually processing that. So we're working on bringing that in-house, and I may call on you to uh, – uh, yeah, I may call, call you in on that favor in. Uh, so, uh, yeah, maybe again, for some initial setup or something like that. Thank you very much, Kevin. And we don't have his website, so go on to our G Plus local page, find Kevin, and say, Kevin, wow, thanks for supporting the podcast. Yeah, appreciate it. Next, this is actually on our, the, apparently, the regular review section on our Facebook page. Again, just in general, you can contact us a number of ways. Facebook.com slash eWebStyle. Twitter.com slash eWebStyle. YouTube.com slash eWebStyle. And you can also send us an email. Voice inflection match at that time. Smooth. You can also send us a, an email podcast at e-wolfstyle.com. All right. Um, our review on our Facebook page from Phil Glutting. Uh, excellent SEO information. Very entertaining podcast. Always use them to stay up to date on the latest trends for SEO. Would highly recommend to anyone. Why try to sift through all the BS about SEO when you can get it right from the experts Thanks, Phil. You're so, welcome, and pff, thanks to you, Patif yeah, in the face. I'm glad you realized that, Phil, because there is a lot of BS. It's a yeah. lot of uh, kind of fictitious and inflated, you know, SEO jargon or content that's out there that that really has little to no value or merit. Yeah. Um, and we parse through that. We yeah. see the fluff as well as the good stuff. We and, we, um, we like step through yeah, that like in our BS uh, boots. I mean, even to the point where some things we'll even test, you know, just to see how valid this is. And uh, and then, we, yeah, try to present you guys with what we feel is, is valid info. So I really appreciate that. Sometimes we present invalid info so that we can tell you why it's, why invalid, it's invalid and show you what's actually valued, <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, valid. Uh, the next one is from Bonnie Tours. Great podcast content. Kevin. Patoof. It's in the face. <laughs> appreciate it. Short and sweet. All right, we have a little bit of news. Um, you know, you heard this week, 2 million passwords stolen through some bots. Oh, Yahoo? Yeah. Well, no, across the board, I think it was 2 million Facebook and Yahoo and mm. just all, all these places. It was basically a key capture um, worm that was installed on, you know, computers across the planet. Um, one of the things, somebody took those, had access to them, I don't know exactly how, and did an analysis on the passwords. And apparently people are still using... Password. The, the, Password one two three four five six actually one two three four five six or admin or whatever. Stop it. Yeah, change it. Come on, alphanumeric um, symbols. Some cap. Yeah, some lowercase. And depending on what platform you're on, spaces. Yeah, yeah, because some a lot of them don't allow it, and yeah, some of them do. And the nice thing about spaces is you can start to write you know, like short sentences that you will always remember. 
that are incredibly challenging to, yeah. uh, they're easy for you to remember, maybe even easy for you to type, but because there are much more characters, you know, hard yeah, for you people a, to break. Alphanumeric sentence with spaces, you should be pretty good. Like, I don't know, you could do best SEO podcast. Yeah. Three spaces. Or two spaces, actually. Uh, this is also cool. You saw the package delivery from Amazon using the the um, the quadcopters. So mm. they're going to use drones. The intent is to use drones. So in the Houston area, there would be like one Amazon, uh, as an example, there would be one Amazon uh, fulfillment center, mm-hmm. right? So the fami- they show it packaged in this little plastic box. The box slides in under the drone. The drone takes off and flies over to your house. And drop it off at your and crew. And drop it off at your house. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool. That's kind of cool. It's kind of scary a little bit. You're like, what is that outside? Mm, yeah. Yeah, and people are going to mess with it. I don't, I don't know. Um, and this is finally, I thought, I thought this was just interesting. Uh, somebody had an article. The title of the article was, Could Ashton, Ashton Be the Next Steve Jobs? You know, because Ashton Kutcher. He's playing him in the movie. Well, that and um, Lenovo just hired him as a, like a product specialist or something for their for their product, so uh, for their companies. So the thought process is, you know, does he have what it takes? No, I mean, Ashton. When the last time you used a digital camera? Yeah, not. <laughs> I was just saying, you know, I not. use my phone, and so he's a rebel. Although my wife would still like to have a, like a super fancy. Yeah, I mean, if I, well, that. if we was in the photo, we're not photographers, yeah, right? No. We probably would. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it couldn't hurt. I will say that. I mean, the way Apple's going right now, it's definitely been a well, decline in regards to you know innovation. innovation. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they're talking from the context that you know he wouldn't necessarily be involved yeah, in Apple, just the personality, but personality, presentation, yeah. the whole. I, I mean, Steve Jobs is like once in a ten billion people to have two of them on the planet at the same time would be just a little bit. Yeah, it's like he he's in that category with, you know, Michael Jordan and and um you know, somebody else. Yeah. Eminem. You know, he's like Eminem, Michael Jordan, yeah, you know what I'm saying, Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> he's like he's a Mick Jagger, he's like up there. Yeah. To know. to be sure. Cool, that's all the uh all the news that I have. That is all of our reviews. Thank you guys. And let's get to the meat of the podcast. Yeah, so uh punch in the face to Tom Schmitz. Right? Mm. Tom Schmitz, um, um, he's with uh, with uh, Search Engine Land, and he posts these articles every year um, about an SEO playbook. And so he recently posted the 2014 SEO playbook a few weeks ago. Um, but recently, uh, yesterday, matter of fact, he published the 2014. We 24- need to do our year in review. Yeah, that's, that's coming up. Yeah. That's like in two weeks, Yeah, right after Christmas. Yeah, we're going to miss next podcast, so we start the next one. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Um, and so he did this one, the 2014 SEO playbook on page factors. And uh, it was pretty cool. He focused in on the things you could do on your site. And then he broke it down into really three main areas. And that was uh, the content, that was HTML, and that was site architecture. And so uh, pretty good information. So, so we'll, go, we'll go into it. Um, Looks like a hefty article. Well, there's a lot of content. And so I tried to summarize most of it. So speaking on content, starting there, his first one is content quality. And uh, at the end of the day, we all know that you, your content must be quality. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, the reason, one of the reasons, and not just from a conversion perspective, but from a ranking perspective, we're talking SEO, uh, with the Panda updates and the, manu- and the Panda refreshes that are happening monthly, um, yeah, small bad content is not gonna work. Eh. So, you know, if you, you know, you can't produce, he called them short fluff articles. 
you yeah. know, where you have an article with a couple sentences and maybe an image and you're trying to post it, that's going to have more harm than help. Um, so, so yeah, long gone are those days. We need quality content. Yep. Um, the second thing about content is keywords. And so, when I, uh, matter of fact, he, and I quote him, my advice is to make sure each page stands on its own as a topic. And, um, and I think that's a, a great perspective to have. Yeah. Um, if you can't develop a full page and this content can't stand on its own, um, you know, then then that may not be enough content you need to write. That may be a page you may want to consider combining with another page because you lack the content to support it. Um, so I, I think the the main takeaway from this is when you're writing content and you're thinking about keywords, think conversation. Don't really think keywords per se. You know that you know the traditional kind of SEO market. You think keywords, keywords, yeah. keywords. Start thinking about conversation because what happens is a lot of times. People will search differently later. You right. may be, your keyword may be, you know, uh, his, his example was about a jacket. You know, it may be gray jacket, um, but somebody searching, let's say, on a mobile device or anything else may, may, may search a little bit differently. Gray jacket with a collar that I could wear on a bike, right? right. They will do that. They may voice search it. And, and give you that kind of long tail phrase. And so you want to keep that in mind when writing your content because, you know, the way SEO works, your content should be supporting of that phrase. So so think about the conversation. Um, the third one he has is the content engagement. And uh, uh, to quote him, he says, engagement is about whether visitors spend time reading your content or they bounce quickly away. And, um, and that's exactly right. Engagement is basically what that visitor does when they get to the site. You want to increase your engagement, and I think you have to create opportunities to do that. Right. right? So if you're pre pre presenting content, make sure that that content is uh, presented in a way that can be absorbed. Uh, but more importantly, that the visitor would would take an action. Where they maybe they will reply. They'll leave a form. Maybe they will um, click a link and download some more supportive media about that content. Maybe you've included a video that that they'll begin watching and sharing. And that sort of engagement, and this this not even including social engagement. Maybe they will share this on Twitter or 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 pin it to their board. You see things like that, and so you have to create content that's first off that's worth me being engaged by. If the content has no, you know, the previous ones, if the content has no quality, right. um, then I probably won't be engaged with it. Um, so another one here was ads. Um, he says, you know, ads are okay, just don't use too many of them. Uh, which, which you know, that's yeah. that's true. Google did say that, um, but I think he's really talking in context of sites that may not offer a service. So when I talk to our core client base, right, any small businesses out there who may be watching or listening, you know, if you're a service provider and or you know or a plumber or something like that, or maybe a, uh, you have a practice like a law office or or a doctor's office, um, you don't want ads on your site. You don't want ads at all. Ads are a distraction. Ads take people away. And frankly, uh, if they have an agency like us managing their campaign, I'll run ads on my competitor site if they have AdSense yeah. going. And so, um, so you really don't want ads. Um, if you're in a different industry where your site is all informational and and your all your revenue is based on traffic and ads, then of course you need to run ads. You need to run ads, yeah. but be strategic on how you do them. Yeah, don't overwhelm the user with ads. Definitely. Um, freshness. Content, still talking content. You want to make sure your content's fresh. Um, to quote him, he says, um, if, you, if you do not have an editorial calendar in place, you probably should create one and get the word creating content. 
I totally agree with this. If you're in a position to post content on a regular basis, whether that's blog posts, whether it's a newsletter being sent out, or whether Podcast. it's a podcast, exactly, uh, you should have something in place where you're not only uh, writing and developing and creating new content, but you're doing it strategically and consistently so you can consistently post. Uh, and the problem with that is, well, the problem with not doing that is you end up with stale content. And stale content just doesn't work well in the search. Yep. So you want to do something new. You want it to be fresh. And you want it to be unique is one of the things he didn't, he didn't talk about, the uniqueness of it. You know, anybody can take, uh, you know, uh, rest in peace to Nelson Mandela, right? That's the new news. Right. And so there will be tons of articles about him and what he did for apartheid and things like that and, and being imprisoned. But my, my assumption is most of those articles will be 90% the same. Right. How many different times can you tell his story? Yep. But if you're going to do that, why not find something interesting that people hadn't considered and, and, and create your own version about that? So now your content is fresh, it is uh, frequent, it is current, but it's also unique. Yep. And, um, and that has more value than being similar to somebody else's. Mandela's impact on rugby. Exactly. And how that changed, you know, society and whole. Paralleled, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so great niche to kind of to kind of take some content and give people a different opinion about. Um, so that was content. He had some good things about content. We'll talk HTML for a minute. Um, titles and headers. At the end of the day, I'm actually surprised about this. That well, I was gonna say that Google hasn't changed how we have to do titles, you know. Uh, but I think what they've done instead of making us change, they've changed. Yeah, you know, title rewrites are happening all the time. Just because what you have in your title is there it may not be what's shown in the SERP, and so you need to make sure that you're the, talking about description. I'm talking titles. title, actual title. Okay, I'm talking titles. Well, titles and descriptions. Right, meta descriptions have always been able to be changed, and so now depending on if you have any structured data markup or something like that, it'll definitely change. But titles are being rewritten, especially if you break the rules. So, for example. Optimum title should be between 50 and 70 uh, uh, characters, right. words, right? And so if you exceed that, then they're going to rewrite your title. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so don't exceed it, right? Follow the rules. One keyword, you know, focused. You know, if you're a brand new company and it's worth uh, branding your name, then include that. Maybe a pipe in your name at the end or hyphen in your name. Those kind of deals. Just follow the basic rules to, to title optimization and you should be good there. Same thing with your meta description. It hasn't changed, right? Yeah. Uh, keep it short. Keep it. Keep it unique to that page. Remember, it's your first opportunity for to sell. Yeah. Yes. This is likely the first thing people will see before they click on your site. This is what they're going to read. That's going to entice them to click. And so, keep it short. Keep it simple. Um, include a CTA if possible. But more importantly, keep it unique to that page. You don't want duplicate meta descriptions. Um, structured data markup. I don't know who that is. Um, so structured data markup. Um, you want to make sure that that take advantage of doing this when you can. All of the times it's not it's not the right thing to do or the right um, opportunity to do it. Maybe right. not the right industry. But if you're like selling a product and you have products for sale, this is a great time to use structured data markup. Uh, maybe you have uh, uh, events that happen all of the time. This is a great time to use it because Google will display those results. Maybe you have a location, right, and you're trying to get visitors to come to you. It's another great opportunity to use a structured data markup because Google will display those results in the search. 
Now, he proposed a question here, which is something I always thought. Right. So, and his question says, let's say you ran a zoo website. Would you want Google to show your business hours at the top of the search results? Or would you want people to click the website where they can learn more about your exhibits and events and things like that? Ooh. Great question. Yeah. I think... Um, I think it just depends on on what's going to work best to get them through the door. Maybe them seeing um, your hours of operation is that's maybe that's what they came for, and now they got it, and now they're on their way. I agree though. Like though, we, it makes a great point because if they don't ever get to your website because they maybe you want to promote you know the new the baby new, panda exactly or something or the new baby penguin <laughs> <laughs> or the mating of a penguin and a panda yeah or then, those new hummingbirds they have. <laughs> then there's no there may you may not have that opportunity to present that now that's probably branded all over your place anyway so it's it's probably it, I, I would lend lean my lean towards get information that my clients want to them as quickly and easily as possible yeah um you know forego my advertising opportunity in in, in to in, in in an effort to make sure the client has the easiest access Definitely. to information and i think what you do is you use a combination of this and and i almost consider structured data markup advanced seo and so i would take this and i would add it to site links and things like that yeah. and so that way my structured data markup can show my hours of operation and my address but if i have site links to let's say a, a new exhibits page that are showing there and site links to a coming events page then those pages are now part of the SERP result as well and, and, and that may entice the click. So now I see the date and I see the time and I'm like, oh, and here's a link to new exhibits. Yep. You know, uh, now Google, uh, the, the Houston Zoo is going to have a Google section. Uh, well, you told me about that. Pe the, no, uh, Penguin Panda. Is it, is it, was it, um, was it uh, Street View going through the zoo? Uh, well, the last one that I read was Street View went through uh, the canals, the okay. Venice canals. But I'm just thinking, like, group of Google section, penguin, panda, panda hummingbird. <laughs> they should have one. That would be Sponsored kind of cool. by Google. <laughs> Don't feed the hummingbirds. Um, back to HTML, keyword stuff, and hidden elements. Uh, won't spend too much time on there. Like, don't do it. Yeah. Right, whatever you show in the SERP, then show that to your users. Plain and simple. Uh, let's talk architecture. Uh, and he, he, he went crawl. And so, really, at the end of the day, you just want to be accessible. Right. right, you uh, you don't want to use Flash. Stay away from that when possible. Uh, make sure you have your sitemap in place and that it's updated and that it's functional and works. Uh, make sure you have a, a, a correctly configured robots file. I've been seeing this a lot lately. New clients we have robots file that's somehow blocking the site from being indexed the right way, and it's usually due to somebody not using a WordPress plugin correctly. Right. Right. They just got in and checked off some boxes and did some stuff, not knowing that they were hurting themselves. And so you want to make sure your site architecture is in place. Um, dupe content. Avoid eh, it. Eh. Avoid it. Like, just, just, just don't use it. Site speed. Um, this is important. Um, and I like this here. He said, the best test of speed is to clear your cache and take your laptop to the local cafe and surf your website. If you're not waiting for your pages to load up, then you're probably okay. That's a fair assessment. Yeah. Yeah, you got to clear your cache first, though, because you're yeah. going to load up fast anywhere. But, yeah, clear it and go to Starbucks and have a coffee and pull your site up. Yeah. yeah and if you enjoy your, your experience on your site, then you're probably okay. But if you get frustrated that pages taking too long to load or, or you got a little spinning hourglass or whatever, images, you got, yeah, yeah you, go, you need some work on your site. Yeah. Um, architecture, and this is a good one here. 
um, URLs. So we already knew that that you know um, search engine friendly URLs was important. Right. But to quote, quote him, he brought up something I didn't think about. Punch in the face to you, Tom. I really liked your <laughs> article. He said, uh, with today's multi-tab browsers, people are more likely to see your URL than your title tags. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm thinking yeah. about your computer screen, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> we have yeah. a 50 tabs <laughs> on a Chrome browser. So, so there's no room. There's no in room the tab to see a title. Any title, so I see the URL. You see, you see the URL. So it's got to be both user and Google friendly, which is what we say all the time, anyway. But, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, even more so. And so now here's this one. Here will be we'll debate on this one. Probably closing out. The last one for architecture is mobile. And to quote him, he said, Google and Bing agree that ideal configuration for websites is to have a single set of URLs for all devices and to use responsive web design to present them accordingly. Um, I think at the end of the day, that's probably the best way to go. Yeah. Um, I just believe in certain situations, a mobile version is better. Well, and I think you can use responsive design. So I, we don't believe in responsive design across the board, meaning you've got the same design can shrink down to a seven inch tablet, can then drink, shrink down to say a five or a Galaxy Note type, thing, uh, type uh, size screen and then mobile. We really think that even the Galaxy Note up should have all the same site. And so responsive can get into the nuance of if it's on a mobile device and the screen is this small, then custom design that. Yeah. And it would still have the same URL. Mm -hmm. um, it would just, it, we just don't think that you need to have all of these. What looks good on a, whatever, 21 inch monitor, looks good on a 10, 11 inch Apple display, looks good on a five, seven inch Android or, or Apple mini, mm -hmm. down to the Galaxy tab, and then anything below that really does start to need uh, some more customization. And some of the reason of it is is that if I'm on a, 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 an Apple Mini and I'm searching, just as, as an example, uh, you know, emergency room, um, it's a different situation, clear, possibly, certainly on a workstation, it's possibly different than if I'm on the phone. If I'm yeah. on the phone, I need, I need two things. I need the phone number, and, and hopefully address, you've made yeah. it a button that I can click, and I need the address so I can get directions. That's going to tap and open my nav up. Yeah. You know, this is what I need. That's all I need. And anything else, I have one other button that I can say, see the whole website, because maybe I already arrived there, and I might Waiting as well find out what, what kind of emergency <laughs> facility I'm at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Definitely. I think, um, I think what we've come to learn is that the experience from from desktop to mobile is so different that it's worth investing the resources necessary to customize that mobile experience. Yep. Um, and and you tie it into responsive so you can take advantage of using the same set of URLs and and things of that nature. But but yeah, usually what I what I dislike about the responsive is it, it tends to shift everything in place. And so from a mobile perspective, it's functional. It works. Um, but it could be better, and it's hard. It's to, usually not custom designed for the mobile interface. And it's not the designed for the experience. Yeah. It's designed to fit the screen, and the, it's designed yeah. to look good. But it's not designed for to a totally different purpose. Exactly. When I'm looking at the zoo at my workstation, I want information. When I'm looking up the zoo on my iPhone or my Android phone, I want to get there or a call, mm -hmm. or you know, call security to help me find my lost penguin. Yeah. <laughs> pooped on by the panda. <laughs> They're next. Did you check next to the panda, sir? 
eating the hummingbirds. Um, is that it? That's it. Cool. That so is the punch in the face to you, Tom. I really like the article. Uh, we'll repost it, and um, I'm interested to get you guys' thoughts on it. Is that article already on our Facebook page? I thought you had. Um, I, well, I tweeted him earlier, so and it probably did get the okay. Facebook. Okay. Cool. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, do we have any uh, any what? Um, no, I don't know what. All right, so uh, we are skipping next week. So the week after that, we'll be doing our 2013 year? year in review. Yeah. yeah, another one. Just seems like yesterday we were putting the, the last one together. All right, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for making us the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. It is because of all you all and uh, your patience right through bad sound and bad sound, off-timing, questions and everything. Thank you so much. Uh, until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. Bye-bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Tamely, gamely, headed my way. Cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl. Pining, shining, needing some play. Where have you been all my life? She's gonna set me free